This is Nancy. And this is Dana. And you're listening to the NY Foodie Family Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the NY Foodie Family Podcast. In today's episode, we are talking about holiday traditions since the December holidays will soon be upon us. Um, If you're not yet caught up in the hustle and bustle of the shopping lists and buying presents and wrapping presents, um, we're taking a pause on that and talking tradition it's all about tradition right yeah family traditions so before we talk and start into our traditions do you have any holiday family traditions that you remember growing up Hmm. well we definitely did a real tree which left needles all over the house to find when you put up the tree the next year now where'd you get your tree um we didn't cut our zone. We uh, went to a local, I don't know, stack of tree place, threw it on the top of the car, brought it home. Pretty old school. How about okay. you? Um, no, our family tradition growing up was always the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Um, we went to a tree farm, and I can't remember the name of it, up in Red Hook. And you picked your own. And we picked our own, we cut it down, we'd go out to lunch, and we'd do this with a couple of families and i think sometimes the families changed with who we went but Mm -hmm. it was always like a big thing and that was like every that was tradition every year the saturday after thanksgiving what about the trimming of the tree did that happen right away i remember keeping ours like in a bucket in the garage trimming like are you talking about decorating yeah the decorating (laughs) it's called it's called trimming i do that's a real thing trimming trim the tree go (laughs) i think of like no, stop it. I I think of the gardening shears. No, I've heard that expression. It's hysterical coming out of your mouth. I don't I'm know. Sorry. Uh, decorating the tree. Decorate the tree. <laughs> Fine. Call call what you want. Um, no, it didn't happen right away. Yes, we had to put it in water and then we brought it up, let the leave the needles fall and like the tree settle and so it would be like probably a couple days to like I think a week after. It's a process. It is. And I, when we were growing up, remember the tinsel? Did you do tinsel? Now, tinsel is the, the single strands? The stuff, yes, that you kind of like sprinkle. And those never and came back out. And they just hang down. Yes. Yeah, we actually did. And we actually tried to recollect them. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> we, oh, my God. We, well, you, you couldn't throw the tree away, so it had to come off anyway. <laughs> okay. Right? The tree went to the chopper, and it couldn't be chopped up with stuff on it. So we had I to, guess. We had to okay. go pick off the individual Okay, we might bits. have had to pick it off, too. Right. Not to save it, mm, but... All right, fine. I take it back. Maybe we didn't save it. I remember we had to go collect it, so maybe we saved it. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, it had to get picked up on the end of the driveway in January sometime, so you couldn't leave stuff on it. Yes, and once we got cats, I remember we had to stop with the tinsel, because tinsel and cats Delicious. do not mix. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. No, we would decorate the tree. I remember lots of um, handmade ornaments with, like, our pictures on them. Like, oh, yeah, there, were, yeah. there were tons of those. That you made? Yes. Okay. There were, and that my brother and Pops my sister. Sticks, maybe? Yeah, there were tons of 
handmade uh, ornaments. Um, we had one piece of garland. Now, I always got garland and tinsel confused, but garland, it was this, I don't know, three feet stretch of green garland. You know, green like on a, the green? Green yeah, garland that's, that's on the green tree? Okay. I didn't make it. I didn't buy it. But we only had one piece, so you could only just do like the W-shaped loop just like once. You know what I mean? So oh, it wasn't one super long no, strand it was, that it was you a total, it was a total of three feet long. So we got like, you know, we had to put it in the middle. So we ended up not using it most of the time. Oh my gosh. And we recycled the same ornaments over and over again. We did ornament sales for fundraising and things like that. So we had a bunch of those that, you know, you got to buy your own stuff too. Okay. So what about you? With what? Ornaments. Anything worth... I told you all the whole... The only they were ones all that, family made? No, I'm saying that that comes to mind. A lot of family made, like handmade that we made. Oh. Well, we didn't we didn't have a lot of like breakables. That's that's all I remember. A lot of the balls, yeah, the colored yeah. balls. Um but yeah. No. But it would come right back down, I don't know, January two or something. We we didn't we weren't we weren't long haul tree people. Right. And then I know um one of my mom's friends made uh the family a handmade advent calendar so similar to the one that we have mm-hmm. um we looked forward to and took turns hanging up the uh pieces from the advent calendar onto the handmade like felt or quilted mm-hmm. um advent calendar well, that's nice Yes. So nice. It was. Did you argue with your siblings on Probably. Who to, oh, I'm sure we did. To guarantee. I am sure we did. <laughs> That's family strife just in the making right there. But looking back at those growing up, my family traditions, I see that I've carried them on to our family. With a slight twist. Correct. So you stop. When we were first married, we got real trees. Did we ever go and cut one down? I don't think we Cut ever. one down? No, never. But we would get a, a live tree. Yeah, we did a few from the local tree stand. I remember we did Home Depot one year. I think we did Stu Leonard's one year. Yes. Oh, yeah. I yeah, did yeah. Stu Leonard's. Um, because, as I just mentioned, I grew up with the real tree. So there's something about the smell and just the having the tree. It, it was tradition. We've evolved over time. And how many years ago? Did we buy our first artificial tree? I think we've gotten at least 11 years out of this tree. Oh, was Maybe. that our first one? The first one. Is this our first and only? The one that we first have? First and only not real tree? Yes. Yeah, it's okay. it's 100% fake. No, I'm saying did we have one before that? No, the current one. this is it. So, so, yeah, about 11 years ago, Dana was like, no, we're not, we're not doing the real tree anymore. So, sadly, we have an artificial tree. We like the evergreen scented exactly. candles. Exactly. The the scented uh wax melts so the house smells like Christmas, but we don't have the real thing. You get a lot more use out of it and it's easier to take care of. It's way easier to take care of. <laughs> and we were able to put it up before we left on our cruise. So I remember trying to cut trying to figure out, well, does does Sprite like extend the life of a tree and you know, whatever glow glow glug goes under the tree. And this, we we made that transition pre-cat. So imagine the cats splashing about under there. Oh, yeah, they would. With, you know, resin-filled Sprite 
uh, tree muck with needles floating in it, oh, they, they would just destroy that. And I did actually read an article recently um, about someone who came home with a live tree and then had like a spider infestation. Oh, and gosh. that like these are because it's a live, you know, tree before you cut it down, you do risk. I mean, that never happened, at least not to my knowledge growing up. But it is a thing of like yeah, and trees being infested with like spiders or bugs. They come in and it's warm. They wake up and yeah, they got a house full of whatever. Yeah, great. So that was a little gross. Yeah, never, never mind the fire hazard. I won't talk about the fire yeah, hazard. Yeah, no, let's. People are aware. Okay, good. So yes, we don't have a real tree anymore. We don't get to go cut it down. We never had that experience as a family. Our kids have, you know, never had had that they're fine not being out in the cold <laughs> you know away from their electronics for an extra day trip you know um and we do um have an advent calendar so i do like the tradition we're not religious um however i do like the tradition of counting down the days until christmas mm-hmm. um so i don't have a handmade one like we grew up with but back when you know, people got catalogs in the mail. This might have been a current purchase. <laughs> I think so. Um, I bought a advent calendar and had it personalized with our last name. Mm-hmm. And, Stitched at the bottom. Yep. And in each, it has the 25 days. And in each pocket is a little ornament that the kids... Little um, reindeer, snowman. Right. And they enjoy, they still enjoy keeping track and taking turns hanging up the ornaments. I'd like to add that I modified it. You did. Do you remember that? Yes. You Those did. things would not stay on. What were they originally? Were they little balls? So there used to be a little dispersal of twenty-five or so little gold beads that were like yes. one that had a little stitch on it to keep it on the uh, the tree-shaped background. And uh, no, those would break and fall off. And every every like five minutes, we'd be picking one up off the floor. So I modified yes, it to you Velcro. Velcro. I cut the loops off. I cut the cut the little balls off, and now we just pick, scoop, and I don't think we've ever had one fall off. No. Thank it's you been very good. much. Yeah. Yes. So, so. <laughs> fix it. If it's broken. Fix it. Another tradition. I mean, one year I would like to do those fun. Like I did a post um, recently before December on the blog about different advent calendars mm-hmm. because they've really gotten out of control now with. Like an advent calendar for dogs, cats, Lego, like oh, all yeah. kinds of Lego, all kinds of Funko Pops, mm-hmm. makeup, bath bombs. You know, there's a, a advent calendar for you know anyone and everyone. Um, so because who doesn't love, love a good countdown? It is. It's fun just to like kind of open up and get a little surprise. So and I would today, like. To, and today's the day and age of uh, mystery surprise yes, boxes. Exactly. So to have twenty five. Every single day, fun. Carry so, on. Sorry, that's on my list for next year for the kids. Hopefully, we were away. We came back on December first. We have our traditional one, but next year, I, I kind of want to surprise them with a little advent calendar. That could be fun. Yeah, I think it would be. Maybe Lego. Right? Those look fun. Oh. Whatever. We'll get back down that next year. <laughs> so why don't you talk about our? Uh, ornament tradition. So our tree is different. We actually don't hang up homemade ornaments. A few. We've actually handed those off to the kids. Right. So um, each of our 
kids have a mini tree that they now, I think this is the first time they put them in the rooms. In the past, they've just been like Dispersed around the room. house. <laughs> but this year, they kind of took ownership of them. Um, and one of my traditions, since I met Dana, our very first Christmas together, I got him an ornament. And I've continued that tradition. So every year, I get him an ornament that reflects something, an event, something a we trip, did that year. something, yeah, something that occurred that year. Um, and once the kids were born, I started that with them as well. So every year we get them an ornament as well. Mm-hmm. Um, again, something kind of re- reflective of either their interests or something they were really interested in that year or an instrument or a sport. Um, and this way they can kind of build their ornament collection and, you know, when they're adults, they can take it with them and when they leave. Um, so this year, Abby took all her ornaments and kind of decorated her little tree in her room and did a whole Christmas corner setup, which is really cute. It's pretty cute, yeah. Um, but why don't you tell about our other ornament tradition? So that's fun. So to have a sort of commemorative, this is something that we... Uh, marked the year by whether like you said it's musical instruments so kind of got a trumpet or i did you got your black belt yeah uh quite a bit of home improvement so we got uh you know a little paint canister things like that so here, here's the fun one so whenever we're out and about and we do a lot traveling of traveling we we, we like to do more than get stuff yeah we're not big souvenir people so you know this we is our souvenir. To, yeah. We went on a cruise to the Bahamas and... We came back with an ornament. <laughs> That's it. To commemorate the trip. And we'll write the, the year on the bottom of it. And we'll hang it on the tree. So every time we go out, which has been for the last uh, 15 plus years, uh, if we go to Maine, we'll get a little Maine ornament. This particular one I'm thinking about is... Santa in Santa a kayak. Santa in a kayak. Because we did kayaking yep. uh, up at L.O. Bean. So... Topical, right? Yes. It says Maine on the side, so we don't forget. Right. So we try to get topical and local and specific. And sometimes we don't get an ornament because it's it's just kind of silly. Um, what we started doing on top of that is if the ornaments are just terrible and generic and I don't need another, like, Christmas ball that just says something on the side right. of it, uh, we'll get a keychain. And hopefully it's a little vertical-oriented keychain and I'll take the loop off and we'll we'll hang that instead. So we have we have quite a, a few hockey puck. <laughs> okay, also also a hockey puck. So we went to West Point Hockey and they don't sell ornaments at West Point Hockey and keychains, but they do sell life-size hockey, hockey pucks. regulation hockey pucks with the uh West Point logo on the on, on the one side. So uh I put a little little hook in that. And it hasn't not fallen off, so. And I'm also thinking of, was it the baseball from Cooperstown? Oh, yeah, yeah, The National Baseball Hall of Fame? I said, if we're looking for ball-shaped things, why don't we just get a ball? <laughs> so that's an actual ball so that So Cooperstown Hall of Fame, we yeah. can put a, you know, screw a little, uh, little hook into that. Yep. So we're kind of crafty, too. We're kind of creative and crafty when needed. Creative but... <laughs> and crafty, but, you know, more often than not, if, if it's a decent-looking ornament, um, we'll, we'll do that. And uh, for better or for worse, the ornaments, for whatever reason, are more expensive than keychains sometimes. So oh, very much all the time. I guess I guess they're trying to collect that ornament dollar, but 
sometimes the keychain is more interesting, so we'll get that instead. Yeah. So that's our fun little souvenir tradition. And the first the year, it's okay. You're like, all right, I get. I guess I understand you. This is an okay thing, and we'll forget about it till next year. But after the course of seventeen years together, we're like, oh yeah, two thousand and three. That was that yeah. was that was fun. Remember the Excalibur in Las Vegas. Yeah, we did go to the Excalibur. And, and, yeah, I don't think we've been to Las Vegas post kids. Not at all. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> so yes, it's fun to commemorate and remember um, all the fun and experiences that we had, which is what we really, you know value and it gives us a, an opportunity to scratch that i want to bring something home souvenir itch but it keeps us on track to get one small thing yes so when, when the kids are asking oh can i get you know the uh the teddy bear no no we don't need more stuffed animals don't need any more stuffed <laughs> animals Do, can i get the frisbee no we're gonna get one small thing we know it's always gonna find its way home with us and it's not gonna be broken probably because it's too big it's the perfect size to Put a little box and take home with us. Although Abby has now gotten into like souvenir t-shirts and she's been getting t-shirts and sweatshirts a lot when she travels. So that's her thing. Yes. She can carry that on. Although we joke that like so many local breweries and restaurants we've noticed sell overpriced t-shirts, t-shirts and like apparel hats, whatever. Um, and they're not cheap. No. And I was like joking. Fifty dollars like, sweatshirts and twenty five dollars right. t shirts. I was joking that oh oh my gosh, we could, you know, do collect t shirts, but I would never not wear only them. is it super expensive, but yeah, we are not like T shirt wearing, you know people. Logo tees. Yes. And so. if I had fifty tees from the fifty breweries that we go to, I'd at best be able to wear it once a week and I wouldn't. Exactly. So it's a math thing, I don't but know. it is funny that how many places and they must sell them if they're you know people must buy them if they're selling them. Yeah, I mean they're they're cool, not, nothing against that, but what the heck are we gonna do with them? Yes, yeah, so. dedicate a whole closet t-shirts. Veering off topic. Fine, carry on. <laughs> Get back on topic. So another holiday tradition is a family movie night, um, and we've watched different Christmas movies before. But we do have a favorite, and now it's just become tradition to watch our one favorite movie. Which one favorite movie? Oh, come on. You, you tell it's, it's Elf. Elf, yes. It's, it's, a, it's a classic. Now it it's a classic. Is. But when it was new, it was still really funny. And we watch it every year. And I'm one of those people who can't like keep watching. I can't read the same book over and over. I, I know some people do. Some people watch the same shows and movies, the same episodes over and over. I can't. Like, I don't do that. But I can do it with Elf. Like, I enjoy watching this movie every And we all sit down, and it's funny every time? Yes. How, how many movies can you really say that about? Not a lot. That's why, you know, I enjoy it so much. Um, because I do like the movie and us all sitting together and watching it. And why do you suppose it's that one over something else? I don't know. It's holiday-themed. True. So it's only... You know, that one time of year. And it's funny. Um, and I don't know. It's just something we look forward to. Yeah. yeah. How can you go wrong with Will Ferrell? So we have to schedule that in. We're running out of time. Um, everybody's been so busy. It's been a little crazy. But yes, so we need to schedule our elf. So um, 
we are currently waiting for our Christmas photo cards to arrive. Normally, I feel like we're... We usually take the picture around Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving weekend is when we tend to Mm -hmm. um, do it. We were on our cruise and came back on December 1st. So we had taken one picture actually prior to leaving, but we did use a picture from the cruise on our card. Um, And so I feel like we're a little late in getting the cards out. I feel like we're a little behind on everything, honestly. We are. We really are. Um, But I don't feel stressed. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, I kind of feel like, you know, You're zen it's going to get holidays? done. I, I kind of am right now. Okay. Um, things will get done. Prove me when wrong. When they get done, I know. Uh, they're allegedly on their way. They should be here today. Um, so, yes, we do always send out a photo card. Now, because Dana's, part of Dana's family is Jewish. His mom is, what, half Jewish? What She's full. Oh, she is? Yeah. Dad's half. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, How did we end up with the tree? I don't know. But not really religious. No, nobody, I mean, nobody's you didn't practicing. have a bar mitzvah or anything. Bar mitzvah? Yeah, yeah. Bar mitzvah? Uh-huh. No. Um, so we do a generic, like, happy holiday card. Like, we don't do, like, Merry Christmas. Um, we tend to do a happy holidays um, for, you know, his family and our Jewish friends. Um, but ever since... I mean, I grew up doing photo cards. My parents would always do a photo card. Um, How much easier is it now that digital is mainstream? Oh, yeah. So much easier. I didn't even know you could do digital. I mean, uh, regular film. I guess you had to have it ready and then get it developed. We We would go to a photographer. Oh. My mom had a friend who was like a professional photographer. She would take our pictures. Oh, this is way easier. Yeah. Okay. So we would do like professional photo cards if you look back i'll have to oh, have I'm her dig out back. yeah i'll have to have her dig out the old christmas cards yeah, but yeah, we it. always did a photo card so we've carried on that tradition did you guys no i didn't even know they existed <laughs> honestly i'm did we even send cards <laughs> maybe like to five people that was not my job <laughs> no no it was not however since you met me all i know it was not said... a major production if it was a production at all we didn't send out a stack of 100 cards you know dropping yeah. off of the mailbox Picking up a hundred stamps, which we do now. We do. We know a few people, you know, and sometimes they got to get cut off. Yeah. Uh, why don't you talk about keeping track? No, why don't you talk about it? Fine. Since you think it's so. Yeah, but it's your family tradition. I'll I'll take it though. So your you mom. You call it a tradition. I just call it an organization. I don't know if it's tradition. It's just a way to keep organized. Fine. Your your family legacy of organization <laughs> goes back to the seventies. When your mother was keeping track of who knows what in a little index card box. And if I asked her if her sister sent her Christmas card in 82, she would be able to answer that. (laughs) Because going back on all these worn and yellowed cards was the person's name, their address, perhaps crossed off seven times with their current address, um, maybe adding kids on as you go. And then 1977, did I send a card to this person? Check. Did I receive a card from this person? Maybe check. And she knows exactly who's been sent and gotten what. For... I wonder if she still has that box. Tell her to dig that out, too. <laughs> I'm Long curious story if short, she has that. now we have the box. We have a box. I don't know. No, 
Okay, fine. We, we started our, a box. We started our own box. Right, and ours goes back 15 years. Yes, when we first name started changes. sending oh, cards. She got, she got married. Better change the name and write her husband next to it. And, oh, they have a kid now. Okay, we'll write plus, plus one on that one on the kid's name. And, oh, they moved. Okay, scratch that out. And it's the same index card. It's the same system. It's the same it's system. It's an organization system. And it works. It does. I can tell you exactly who got a card from us in 2007. Exactly. Which is organized. It's helped in just a matter of, like, when do you oh, I'm not stop sending cards? I oh. mean, if we kept our original list, it would be, like, hundreds. But, like... We get a little judgy. <laughs> We're like, all right, so for example, your brother doesn't no, send cards. No, family is family. Family gets cards because he's, regardless. he's single. Yes. He was, he was young and single. Now he's, now he's just single, but he doesn't send cards. No. Other but people don't family, get a pass. Yes, immediate, immediate family, family automatically get a card. Do we mail it to him? You know, no, I don't even mail it to him. him. I hand it to my Christmas. Fine, so that, that's what that is. Uh, but other people that maybe have drifted off and we've sent cards to last two or three years and haven't gotten anything back, they get in the uh, the danger zone, don't they? <laughs> yeah. They get tipped up vertically in the front that uh, or the back. It's like if we have an extra card at the end, maybe. But as, you know, our social circle expands, we have, you know, other people that we're adding. So... Some I'm not people sending are, some out. people are standby at that point. Right. And like, you might not make it on to the card. If we have it, it's more like if we have the extra cards. I really don't wanna I don't think it's necessary. I don't want to bump over, it to one twenty. Exactly. One hundred cards is, is sufficient. Perfect. I mean I don't even save picture cards. As as nice as they are, seeing everybody's kids and families. I'm not one of those people who like keeps them and saves them. I Where save our. I save our immediate family. Like I save my parents. I save my sisters. Um, but I can't. Like I know people who keep up the picture cards that they receive all year mm-hmm. until the new ones arrive. No, I'm, I'm but not good with that. I don't want. Like I personally just don't want those cards hanging up as decoration. That's just like a personal preference. So I end up throwing them out you know like you kind of have to limit yourself and i feel like in the this day and age of social media people see pictures of our kids all the time all the time it used to be like oh right a novelty oh look how big they've grown mm-hmm. you know now it's like oh that's a nice picture yeah. you know but they know what our kids look like so even if you don't get a card you know it's not not a huge, huge loss. Correct. All right. So that's the box system. Yes, that is the box system. I'm not complaining. You just are like. I'm, I'm, I just like that it goes back forty years of tradition. <laughs> we'll have to check with my mom though. She yeah. still uses that. I hope she does. <laughs> I gotta I gotta see this box again. Anyway, moving moving on. And one of our. Uh, finally, to wrap it up, one of our last traditions is we do go down to see the Christmas tree every year in Rockefeller Center. After Christmas, usually. After Christmas. It's usually during the week um, the kids have off after the actual holiday. Um, and I'd like to tell you that it's less crowded then? No, never. But it's not? Never. It, it's a, It's crazy. But I feel like it's just something. Christmas in New York City, you have to experience at least once. I mean, if you're not in the area or from the area, I think it's something 
that is worth seeing. Like just all the displays, the windows, the windows, the displays, the, the giant ornaments outside the buildings, the giant lights. I mean, up and down the trees Avenue. slit. It's yep. it's just beautiful, you know. That being um, said, we dislike crowds with we passion. Do. We do, However, and it is super crowded. But we we take the trek. Sometimes we combine it with a show. Maybe a Broadway show. Maybe a Broadway show. We probably do some eating. Um, definitely a meal out. Family. Now your brother lives in the city. Last year, um, my sister had come up with her family mm-hmm. um, to go see the Radio City Music Spectacular. So we actually got to meet up with everyone. Um, and we did lunch. Mm-hmm. And we walked around the city a little bit. So that was fun. That was real fun. Um, and you never know where that trip's going to take us. So Right. So we do have to plan um for our trek into new york city so that's that's kind of our current tradition things change a little bit holiday traditions yes yeah so anything we missed i think that's about it i mean uh, now oh i do want to mention this so um any if you're listening to this with kids in the room i would turn it off or pause it. This is your warning. Um, yeah. But I remember when our kids were super little and we would go crazy ridiculous with the presents. And we're like, they don't even like realize that, you know, Santa is bringing them all these yeah. things. And we were spending a lot of money and spending all the time rapping. And one of my coworkers at the time had said, "Oh, in our family, Santa only brings the one present that you really want, like the one big thing, and then mom and dad bring other things." And since then, we have adopted that policy. It's how great. how old were the kids? I don't know, three and five. Three and five, maybe. So. Once they were, like, really beginning to understand, like, Santa and Santa brings presents, that's what the policy that we did for our family. And it's worked out really well. We don't go crazy. They get the best stuff from Santa. They get one big present. um, And then we supplement. So we get some credit for some of the other things. Yeah, but we get the, we get the um, lesser goods. Yes. So and it's all it's, good. We and can, even now, at 11 and 13, they are aware. But we, you know, I keep saying, if you, if you don't believe, you don't receive. So, oh, I like that. you know, we, uh, you know, still ask, oh, what do you want Santa to bring you? As the uh, knowing that it will be like the big present. Um that really comes from us. So if you have little kids um, who you haven't already started, you know, with Santa bringing a, a gazillion presents, uh, that might be something you might want to try. Cause... And here's the thing. We, uh, special wrapping paper. Oh, yes. Yes. I remember being Dora, the Explorer wrapping paper for years. And you got you to keep that safe. Yeah, we had to hide that. And then it was like, yes, whatever wrapping paper Santa brings the present in um we have to hide and can't wrap that's a one that's a one-time use yes um but yeah so 
I think that that had just come to me when we were wrapping, wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. Ha. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, on wrapping it up, we'll be back to you in a minute with our quick hits and wrap it up for this episode. Stay tuned. As always, we're wrapping things up with our quick hits. Nance, what do we got first? First up, not really a quick hit, but I wanted to um, talk a little bit about our recent visit to Westchester Winter Wonderland. So for those of you that don't know, this is put on by the Westchester County Parks Department and a bunch of sponsors in Westchester County. And it takes place at the Valhalla Dam. The Dam at Valhalla. Um, and it really is a wonderland. So tickets are $20 general admission um, and are good for any night from now until January 4th when they close. Um, I believe they're open just on weekends, Fridays through Sunday evenings from like 4 or 5 to around 10 p.m. at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were able to visit this past weekend, um, Westchester Winter Wonderland uh, hosted NY Foodie Family uh, for a visit, um, and we had a good time. So I think we agreed that if even if we were paying ourselves, 20 bucks is a pretty darn good deal. It is. So once you go in, there's free ice skating included in the cost With the rentals. of your tickets. Free so, rentals. Right. The rentals included. Um, there are several rides i want to say maybe five or six rides mostly geared towards the, kids. the younger kids yeah. i'd say between like three and ten is about most of the rides are um there's a ferris wheel that you and i waited online for we, sh- we sure did our kids did not want to go or actually our son didn't want to go and our daughter didn't want to ride alone so she's like no you two go so we did so we did we had on, on a, a little bit of a line um don't forget the circus Yes. There's a whole circus. There's a whole little circus act going on that was great. In a tent, big top. Um, And, of course, Santa, which our kids did not want to do. But inside, there's a whole little, where Santa sits is a whole little kind of walkway. There was uh, Elmo in there and Mrs. Claus um, and a a couple little shops and things for sale. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Plus, they have a hayride that goes along the wall of the dam um and then there's a little train ride that goes around their light show uh, i have to say that light show is pretty, pretty spectacular yeah they have choreographed uh the lights to different songs so as the different songs play different lights uh light up it's way better than we're describing it <laughs> exactly. we didn't hear any repeats on songs so they must have programmed at least three or four hours worth of songs because Okay, we weren't there for the full three hours, but there are probably no repeats while they're uh, open. No? I don't know about that. We kind of came and went, um, so you have to be close up to actually hear the music. Yeah. You can see the lights from far. Like, we could see the lights from the top of the Ferris wheel. So, uh, dan- dancing tree lights, um, moving animated lights, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So, elves tossing presents and landing on Santa's sled, sleigh. Um Different colored lights that splash trees, against the trees in the, yeah. in, the uh, in the in the forest uh, adjoining the uh, the dam, and um, yeah, good, well well played. 
So our kids at 11 and 13 are kind of on the higher end of the age spectrum. Um, I really think if you have younger kids, uh, probably, like I said, I think the target, the sweet spot is about 3 to 10. Yeah, probably. To really take advantage of all the rides and attractions. Um, the only thing not included in admission is food. Um, and they have all... Fried Oreos and pizza and funnel cake and hot dogs and cotton candy and all that stuff. Um, So that's the only thing not included. So this, again, like I said, runs the Westchester Winter Wonderland at the Dam at Valhalla. Mm -hmm. Runs now through January 4th. uh, I believe just Friday, Saturdays and Sundays from 4 to 10 or 5 to 10 depending upon the day. And tickets are $20. So if you are looking for something fun to do over the winter break or like we did right before the holidays to get into that holiday spirit, uh, definitely check it out and definitely dress warmly. Oh, gosh. It was so cold. <laughs> it was very cold. Um, uh, so, you know, maybe check the weather forecast and, and pick a day when it's not so frigid. <laughs> if that's possible. I, I thought two pairs of socks would have been enough with with regular shoes, but no, no. I, win, winter boots, winter boots all the way. So yes, what do you got next? So coming up this weekend is the Nutcracker yes. right at the Westchester County Center, and it's it's the one weekend only, I think. Uh, it is only one weekend. Tickets run between fifteen and thirty five dollars, depending on where you, I guess, want to sit. Um, but... In general, there's no bad seats in the house there. No. And again, it's a, you know, we're all familiar with the Nutcracker and seeing it in ballet form is, you know, something different and fun. So starting tomorrow, the 13th through the 15th Sunday, and that's it. That's it. Just like this last weekend, we went and saw a Christmas Carol ballet performed by the Ulster Ballet Company, and that also was one weekend only. Wow. So... Get your tickets. Yes, if you're looking for something fun to do this weekend, and it's close to home, uh, at the Westchester County Center in White Plains, go see the Nutcracker Ballet. All right. So a little off the beaten path, literally. Literally. And this was, you know, we found this article in Hudson Valley Magazine, just to give them credit. Credit, credit, give more credit due. So apparently there's a secret hotel in Dutchess County. And the the most information that I can possibly give you is that it's in Statsburg, give or take, uh, which is the heart of heart of Duchess, and it's a smallish and historic farmland, uh, hundreds of acres, uh, three different hotel sites that date as far back to the mid mid seventeen hundreds. So different buildings. Different buildings. I think there's a total of fourteen rooms and and a restaurant. So that's 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 the that's the key thing, right? So, yes. So the restaurant is really kind of the draw for us. Or would be the draw. That would be the draw for us. Um, the so chef that's is... ultra farm to table. There's there's the crossovers of a couple things of uh, um, Stonehill. Uh, some of the smarts behind that farm to table. Uh, they grow right on site there. They're actually growing so much as I understand it, 80% uh, gets given away. Wow. So they're only only having this, this really small, um, it's not really invite only, I guess, but you have to reach out to the Duchess 
and get through more details. Web, right, through their website. So we checked, we clicked on the link to check it out, and it's literally a contact form. You basically need to reach out to them to be like, hey, I'd like more information, or, you know, what are you doing there? So because if you're curious, uh, you have to reach out to them. It's the Duchess, T H E D U T C H E S S, all in word, dot com. And it's uh, basically a key and a couple flowers. And a secret experience in the Hudson Valley, contact us. That's all you get. <laughs> so if you're curious, if you're that type of person, then that's what you got to do. That's kind of step one. We, we can't even advise you what happens after that. But I imagine we that... We have no idea. We have it no sounds idea. so intriguing, though. <laughs> so the, the Stone Barns farmer, uh, there's a former 11 Madison Park chef. And it's, it's this secluded paradise, as described in Hudson Valley Magazine. So really intriguing. It is. Um, yeah, if you can search around all you want, nobody, nobody's willing to uh, spill the beans on it. So, um, I can't even promise that we'll ever go there, no. but, <laughs> but we're super curious and we have not much more to say about that. Um, totally off the beaten path on the other end, entertainment news, uh, Vanna White, who's been a co-host of Wheel of Fortune for the last 37 years, believe it or not, going back to 80. Oh, I believe it, because I 82. remember watching Wheel of Fortune at my grandparents. Like, they would watch, they were like regulars of Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. So I could have been like five and whatever when yeah. we first... So so Pat Sajak has been, been with Vanna White together uh, for the last 37 years, and he had a bit of an emergency surgery... And Vanna stepped up and got it mostly right. She had a couple of small funny mistakes, as I understand it. But they've been doing 7,000 episodes uh, going up to, to May of this year. So they've been ticking up more than 7,000 since. And their contracts are renewed through 2022. So they got another two-plus years of making more wheel excitement. I'd love to know how much Vanna makes for just turning letters over. <laughs> She just touches him now, right? Exactly. How do you have a career of touching letters and... And wearing a different dress every day. Crazy. Very curious. Very curious, <laughs> well... <laughs> just random things. That... Somebody must think it's worth it. And we're wrapping things up with Miriam Webster's Word of the Year. And this year, they chose the word they. T-H-E-Y. Uh based on a 313% increase in the lookups on the website. Um, and this they, they are referring to, is relating to the person whose gender identity is non-binary. So with the emergence of, and I say, would say not emergence, but increase of more people being out as maybe non-binary. It's been um, noteworthy and newsworthy the last couple of years. Yes, that they People have are looking it up. What, what does this mean? Correct. When, I guess, you know, they hear it referred to Sam, in current Sam, events. Sam Smith, the uh, famous musician, counts himself as non-binary. So he, he prefers to be addressed as they, they and them. Instead of he, she, right. they use the word they. So just some runners-up for word of the year. Things that, y you know, who knew? Uh, quid pro quo, hmm. impeach, and crawdad, referring to where the crawdads sing, um, a novel 
written by Delia Evans that was very popular oh. this past year. I did not hear about that. <laughs> Figures, right? So just a little pop culture news for you to wrap things up there. So here's last quick hit. Technically, we will not be reporting India next week. We're taking a holiday holiday. Yes, we are. So no, no broadcast next Thursday. We'll be back to you. After the holidays. Yeah. Um, so we will see you in 2020. Wow. Pretty amazing. Yes. Taking a little podcast vacation while we, you know, get through the holidays um, and enjoy, I should say. Plus, you know, we'll have to do lots of stuff to report on, so we'll, we'll cram in on that. But allow us to wish you all a very happy and healthy 2019 and a prosperous 2020. We'll be back to you in January. Exactly. So if you have any recommendations, questions, feel free to reach out to us. We are at the, um, it's nyfoodiefamilypodcast at gmail.com. And you can check the blog, nyfoodiefamily.com, for show notes and other fun blog posts and stuff. Happy holidays and happy new year. See you next year. Bye-bye.